0: If there's one thing for certain that I know our fans love, it's hearing Nikki and I go on borderline psychotic rants about children's movies with the same intensity as a film critic would about Casablanca. We do this because our enormous brains are simply bursting at the seams, and we will physically die if we don't convince you that Dogura was quote-unquote pretty good. If that burning desire to talk exists within you, dear listeners, then keep listening to this ad, baby. Introducing the new HyperX Duocast USB Mic. The Duocast has all the essential features fellow verbose sicko-fans would want from a USB mic. It even has a tap-to-mute sensor and a sick-ass LED that tells you when it's muted or not. Best part is unlike other mics for sale on our site, this one is a nice mid range price. 100 bucks for a portable, easy to set up, and great sounding mic? Genuinely cannot think of a better place to start your descent into podcast madness. You'll be doing those three hour dissertations on the Bionicle movies in no time. Check out the new HyperX Duocast available at Target.com or shop direct at HyperX.com. Gamera
1: is really me. Gamera is filled with me. We've been eating Gamera.
2: Shell, teeth, eyes, flames, claws, breath,
0: scales, fun. Gamera destroys the IRS in this week's episode of Demolition Die. I'm your host Wyatt, and who is here with me today, as always?
2: Uh, warming myself by a, a, a fire with a bunch of homeless people. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nikki. Yes. Hello. Like Seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very. Uh, uh, I'm very terrified of of, uh, of everything, of all the monsters. But uh, I'm ready to discuss them. And uh, uh, who else do we have with us today?
1: Life is an incomplete struggle. It's me, Toby Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, and we are here to talk about the third and final movie of the Heisei Gamera trilogy, Gamera Revenge of Iris, or Iris, if you want to go with that pronunciation. Also known as Gamma 3, Iris Awakening. Okay. Gamera 3, Evil God Awakening. Mm. Gamma 3, Awakening of Iris. <laughs> Gamera 3, Incomplete Struggle g3 the guardian of the universe okay
2: <laughs> okay that's something that's the
0: that's an alternate english title huh, okay. Or english japanese title uh gamma 3 the absolute guardian of the universe uh <laughs> i remember seeing that like in the credits yeah i was like oh that's it's weird like a twist. it's
1: like this is also the movie you just watched <laughs> right yeah okay. yeah, yeah.
0: that's very odd gamma absolute guardian of the universe Gamera Three, Evil God Iris awakening, and then the DVD title, "Gamma: Revenge of Iris." You know, it's so, it's
2: just not the same, not having a yeah, fucking Frankenstein fight Satan like like title. Like it's really. I, I, we'll bumming get, me out. We'll
0: get back to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that soon when we do season three and we go to the Heisei Godzilla movies. Mm, you know oh that. Yeah that's when we'll get to some of the, that good schlocky okay, uh, titles yeah. from other countries. You know, I'm sure there's some like Frankenstein's creation Biolante or whatever. I'm <laughs> sure we'll, I'm sure we'll get some of those. Uh, <laughs> Frankenstein's but, Pet batra.
2: Sorry. I'm, <laughs> yes. Uh,
0: but this is the first time that we've had you on demolition die, the second season of our podcast, Toby. And, uh, you know, you were here with us for the Hedera episode, an excellent movie. We enjoyed it very much. We had a great discussion mm. about that movie. And I remember all the way back then, you were like, oh, watch out for the... I think, like, the first email I sent you, like, hey, want to be a guest on the podcast? And then you said, yeah, but if you're doing the Gamera movie,
1: Let me just get ahead of this... By a year or two. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. So I have kept it in mind. And now we are finally, we're doing the final movie of the Gamera series. Uh, or not the. There's still one more movie of Demolition It There's right. Gamera the Brave yeah. after this. And there's uh, like a short. How this do we is fit the final movie in? of the Heisei trilogy, which is kind of like a legendarily beloved series of movies. Uh, we've learned this especially like going through. Our series as like almost every guest was like, dude, check this (laughs) shit out. You're going to love it when you get to it. And because we hadn't watched these movies and, uh, you know, yeah, (laughs) it's really, really (laughs) good. But uh, I did want to ask, since uh, you are the guest here, what are your what is your history with Gamera as well as like some thoughts on the previous two movies that you weren't here for?
1: Sure. I mean, uh, you know, it's not. There's not that much to it. Like the, my first inkling of Gamera were trailers on ADV films, oh, VHS cool. tapes. Oh, yeah. Where they would have have dubbed trailers for the Gamera releases that they were doing. That's And at great. the time, I didn't think anything of it. And then, I believe it was after college, uh, and around the time I moved to LA. So, like, kind of like from graduating college to when I moved to LA. I decided uh, with some friends to start watching through a bunch of the Godzilla movies. Because mm-hmm. even though, like everybody else, I was like, yeah, I like Godzilla. I hadn't actually watched that many of them until then. Like, actually like, given them, like, a proper appraisal. So we were going through all these Godzilla movies, and much like you, I started bumping up against this thing with people being like, hey, these Gamera movies are really, really, really good. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so we slipped them in. And uh, at the time, I want to say they weren't available in any, like, current form at the time. I think I did 20 them. Um, And, of course, I loved them. And uh, since then, you know, I purchased the first Blu-ray set that was released in America, which has, like, notoriously horrible subtitles for this Mm. movie. Mm. And then I got the big Arrow uh, Blu-ray box set. Um, That's what I watched it on just now. Uh, And I think that the first one is one of the greatest action adventure movies ever made. Uh yeah. Um, Agree. Really I think good. the first one <laughs> the, the first one it's like I don't want to say it's like quote unquote like better than just being a giant monster movie, but like it's so good that it's like it's as good as like Indiana Jones. You know, all uh, yeah. these like classic movies that are that are action adventure movies. It's that good. It's like the perfect <laughs> action yeah. adventure monster movie.
0: What I really love about the first movie is it's like it has like a really great sense of like realism and world building, but not, in, not in the sense of no fantasy. It's just like, it yeah. roots all that fantasy in like the, this kind of like pseudo science yeah. sort of like ancient mythology kind of stuff. And that stuff is like, Oh my God, I love it so much. It's so, it's so great to like recontextualize Gamera as like this, like legendary, guardian made to defend the human race from like these evil creatures that come and attack like a virus. Uh yeah, That and, stuff and is so cool. It makes, yeah, you're right. It makes it feel like it's like this adventure movie and like, you're not given all the pieces yeah. up front and you start you just start to put things together as it goes on.
1: And it's so like light on its feet and fun and easy to watch. Oh, like, it's, it's a movie that I could show to, yeah. I could show to anybody. It's paced. Like you're going to enjoy it. It's this.
2: paced fucking brilliantly i i couldn't mm-hmm. i couldn't believe just how fast and how like but like how fast it was moving but also like how much it was just like i don't know it was it was super sensible it wasn't too fast it was like just exactly right we, we pointed out in our episode that like uh it feels like an entire kaiju movie happens in the first 30 minutes and then there's more and it keeps yeah, it yeah. keeps building on that it's so it's so awesome <laughs>
1: it's it's yeah. really and and so for that reason, the first one may actually be, in a weird way, my favorite, just because it's, like, perfect. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, sec- the second one is obviously incredible in its own ways in that it's, like, this, this amazing tone piece with prop- possibly one of the most impressive monsters in any movie. Oh, God. Made. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, for for me it gets bogged down a little bit with just kind of the military of it all. I agree. Yeah. Uh, a little bit it's less of a, uh, you know, engaging human story than the first one. Yeah. Less to grab onto as a casual I would viewer. Say, look, yeah. I've seen it 4 or 5 times and it's still great. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I would say that's absolutely true. Like that it reminds me of like um a weird comparison, I guess, but like you have the original Mothra and then like Godzilla or Mothra versus Godzilla the 60s one is like a sequel to that. And it's still really good, but it's not as good. And it's like a little bit more focused on the conflict. So it kind of bogs down the story uh, of everything. Uh, Whereas, yeah, I think Legion, like that was its biggest issue was that there's a ton of things about it that I love a lot more aesthetically. Like Legion, I think, is an amazing monster. And especially like all the little creatures like going around and like violently murdering people, mm. <laughs> and then it's the special effects are just unbelievable. Uh, Shinji it's maybe still yeah,
1: the most impressive visually. Yeah. In all of them. And then the like
0: um. mana cannon that Gamera uses <laughs> at the end of the movie—it was like I couldn't believe what was happening. My was jaw so cool. hit the
2: floor like halfway <laughs> so, through, yeah. and then it never fucking came back up. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was. But I was completely yeah. struck by it. But I, but, I do want But understand. yeah, a lot
0: of the like character stuff is not very like engaging in that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a little it's
2: a
1: little dry. It's a little dry. It, it's mm-hmm. it's,
2: it's uh, yeah. The way I described it is uh, humanity was a character. It was like kind of like it, it, it's kind of just about two different legions like going against each other and stuff. And and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's not really about any one person. It's kind of just about like. The totality of humanity, like figuring it out and trying to like combat this threat, and so like it, it just has like a really different sense of scope, uh, that mm-hmm. is just a little bit less emotionally engaging, uh, just because it it just like it, it just has its sights set yeah. somewhere else.
0: And the uh, the myth, the theme of the first movie, all time mm-hmm. banger. The one for the second movie, good, not quite as good. Right. So and, yeah. then the credits- the end credits. The
1: second one does have that scene where Gamera flies in and then basically, like, skates horizontally. Oh, my the God,
0: yeah.
2: It's like, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, that's, that,
1: that, yeah, it's, like, this just the coolest
2: fucking thing anybody's ever filmed on a camera. And so it, it's just the coolest shit ever.
0: <laughs> that, that, and we talked about it in the episode, but, like, when he uses the cannon, the fact that it, like, fires for such a duration that you see Gamera, like, being pushed back and, like, bracing himself against the ground in order mm. to, like... You know, <laughs> keep a strong stance to blast Legion away. It's just like, oh my god! <laughs> it's so uh, cool. th- you. You can tell that the like people making these movies are Toku fans, uh, are fans of like these kaiju movies, yeah. and like they've been dying to do this kind of action their entire life, basically, right. like ever since they were a kid and they saw they saw the potential there in like the seventies Godzilla or sixties Gamma movies, and were like they finally were, like, given the keys to go just completely wild yeah. with it.
2: With, with the Showa suits, you kind of, like, uh, with the Showa action, which is still incredible and is, like, a landmark in its own right and everything, there's still, like, a little bit of room, if you're a child, to kind of fill things, fill in blanks in your head of, like, mm-hmm. just how something would be framed or whatever and just ha- kind of having more of, like, a cartoonish or uh, more kind of, like, I don't know, manga quality to it and stuff. And then, like... Mm-hmm. Seeing that realized in the Heisei films and just them going completely goddamn gonzo with that shit. And so it's just, uh, it's really refreshing and sweet or whatever. Like, I don't know, it's just cool to see a new generation picking it up and then just going, like, okay, yeah. like, let's go all totally. the way and stuff. And and totally influenced by like all these anime and stuff that they're also watching.
1: Especially uh, the
0: third yeah. one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The uh, So before we go any further uh how about the third one you know we didn't really like give Mm. our very first first impressions you know before we dig in to like analyzing the movie uh nikki we'll start with you how did you like yeah how uh, do you feel about the movie coming right off of seeing
2: this is such a fascinating direction for them to take after two (laughs) i was like the like the whole first half i was like really (laughs) i was like that's this is how they're (laughs) tackling this uh I do think overall, I do kind of like it a little less than the first two uh, for, mm. for a couple reasons. There's a couple things that don't sort of lock in as well as I think the first two were uh, locked in uh, with, you know, with all the, the plot and everything like that. But um, still, by any reasonable metric, this thing is fucking outrageously good and is, yeah. is a really great kaiju film, really unique uh, story that they're telling uh w- within it and uh, within like the the uh the genre trappings of kaiju and then uh just the final fight is really unique to me like I, I really like I don't know if I've seen the kaiju fight quite like that before uh and it was pretty cool but uh yeah we'll, we'll get into that more uh deeper later but, uh yeah just you know uh a little complicated feelings but but
1: still mm-hmm. quite good.
0: Um, how about you toby uh
1: this one does at times fight with the first one as for being my favorite simply because it is so audaciously bonkers yes uh and it just goes so wild and goes so far with what it's doing uh and it's i would say it's maybe the most um original of the three yeah although i'm sure we'll get into this but it's like it is original but it is kind of you know it's it's doing that Mid late '90s thing, you know. It is kind of an Evangelion. It is mm. kind of a Final Fantasy 7 It is kind of a Xenogears. Yeah, like it's it's it is one of those, um, yeah. and that's that's part of what makes it so great. Um, and I think that, yeah, I, I, based on the day, it's like, do I prefer the perfect movie or do I prefer the the wild, interesting, yeah, the wild movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. I I really do agree with that. Where I am kind of caught in the middle. Like I was really taken by how much I loved. This movie, uh, and like a lot of the elements of it, but I also think like a lot of it was kind of like messy or unclear, um, throughout it. Not necessarily saying that, like, you know, Gamera needs to have like this really moralistic center necessarily, uh, but like that it kind of took away from where the first movie is so simple and so just like uh, this story that it's telling that it's it's pretty easy to follow you know it's like the easiest to follow and then yeah. like the second one is like a little less easy to follow because there's no one to like no character to really grab onto and follow and then this one has like a, a lot of characters uh and i think in that way i like it more than the second because i'm just always going to like character focus stories more than like story focused stories mm. uh but i think like yeah that i do have that like there's this thing in my head that makes me be like, do I like the the perfected, like, pure version of a thing? Or do I like the, the like, goes-out-on-a-limb version of a thing more? Uh, yeah. You know, not to, like, this, not entirely, I'm not just bringing this up because Toby's here, but in general, like, an example of this is with uh, Infinity Train, where, like, I've, I actually didn't really like the second season when I first watched it because I was like, oh, the first one, it's a complete story. We don't need any more. Uh, and then I was like, okay, the second, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's wrapped around and become my favorite uh, of mm, them. You yeah. know, it's just, like, so... Like, yeah, the first one is, like, this crystal of a story, but then the, the second one, like... Like goes out of limb and it ends up like bringing things together into like a really interesting way. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's so like, what do
1: you do? What do you do when you've already done the thing? You know, you you do something else. Right.
0: Yes. Exactly. And uh I feel like this is, you know, the second one was like escalating, and then this one's like going in a different direction, yeah. basically, while still like following the events of the second movie in an interesting way. Yeah. Uh, it kind of recontextualizing a lot of the like the most glorious amazing moments of the second movie it's like oh those were actually really bad (laughs) you know those ended up like screwing over the world yeah uh so
2: (laughs) i uh i will say and stuff uh like uh, like yeah i don't know we'll we'll, we'll get into complicated feelings and stuff like uh as we get into it and uh, no matter what, I feel like, uh, at least until Anno finishes his Shin Trilogy, this is probably mm-hmm. the greatest, uh, like, this has to be the greatest, like, trilogy in Tokusatsu, I think. Because, I think so. Because 1, 2, and 3, none of them are retreading the same ground exactly. They're all slightly yeah. different takes on a similar story and a similar concept of of gamera versus this fucking thing and Mm. uh i really really appreciate those three different flavors and stuff because like uh there are tokusatsu television shows and other tokusatsu films that kind of act like gamera 2 and stuff and are are a bit more zoomed out and stuff and i and i really like a lot of that stuff too uh i i i can sometimes just really prefer some of the drier stuff personally. Uh, but like, but with, but with, there's also a whole bunch of stuff like one and a whole bunch of weird shit like three. And so, and like the fact that all three of those are in this really tight trilogy that just, they kind of complete this loop. And it's like, you literally can get like anything you want out of this genre, out of these three movies. And, uh, so, so I really appreciate having those contrast, contrasts and differences and having, three movies that could reasonably be anyone's favorite and hmm. and like it's not like a, a weird take like i i wouldn't think it's a weird take to to prefer any one of these three and stuff so, like yes. like they're all totally. that good um so yeah oh no i just wanted to just wanted to i just had that thought and i was like okay we need to yeah uh, until
0: until they make frankenstein 3 exactly this until will be until, the they, best.
2: until they finally make the 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 the, the third the third movie after War of the Gargantuas, so, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Then it's like there.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just completing a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I killed your joke on purpose. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think that there there are you know I can certainly name three Godzilla movies that I like as much oh, as these. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't name three Godzilla movies in a row that I like as much as these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: because like I like the Heisei era but i wouldn't say like like the highs are very high but like you know i i think like i don't know like godzilla 84 or whatever isn't quite as good as Biolante. biolante is like a significant leap in quality uh mm. and then like with in the Showa era like it was it wasn't like all over the place necessarily like it was a pretty consistent quality right with some dips yeah. here and there but like you know, Hetera is like an amazing masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, like, you know, Guy versus Gigant after it is just like pretty good. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not like it's not like amazing or anything. It's just like, uh, in fact, we talked about in the episode that it it, it was another case of. Uh, what are these monsters doing here? Can they like get <laughs> out of the way? Can we just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: enough yeah, with yeah. this
0: Gigant guy? I want to know about what's going on with the cockroach aliens yeah. and the you know
2: <laughs> yeah we're having the complete opposite effect of the uh, all ev- all the people that really like those legendary Godzilla movies or whatever
0: yeah uh, where they're like just who gives a shit about <laughs> the characters and oh wow yeah yeah I do just go to a theater to see colors and explosions in my face right that's uh, why i sit down to watch two and a half hours of a movie is so that i'd get nothing out of it other than like positive emotions right yeah so. yeah it's a uh
2: yeah, go going to it like it's a sports game and it's just like this guy yeah won. fireworks uh, yeah yeah power scaling whatever uh yeah anyway uh god's a solo all of the Gamera the villains, I'm joking. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, our, of course. Our, our lead uh, yeah, Power Scaler, power Chris. Um, I,
0: would, I don't <laughs> know. Okay, let's entertain this very quickly. Oh,
2: no. Okay, yeah.
0: Because the the Gamera in these movies mm-hmm. is like a protector god, basically. Right. You know, it's like an avatar of like the world's spirit and its mm-hmm. energy. I think v- via that alone... He's probably stronger than Godzilla, who is just like a really strong, big lizard. Because Gamera can, like, I don't know if Gamera can die, whereas like Godzilla can die. Oh, uh,
2: Gamera can die. There's just
1: a lot of them, as we learned <laughs> at the That's beginning. true. And another ev- Evangelion style reveal. Yeah. I oh think, yeah, I yeah. Think that that but, is a lot like. You know, story wise though, it's like they do contextualize. Gamera as kind of like an underdog scrapper. That's true, right? Uh, yeah. and, you, and you and part of the thing of these Gamera movies is you see him get torn apart, and you see that he's basically like suffering <laughs> right. in order to protect the world. Whereas, like, you don't necessarily get that always Yeah. Godzilla. This but, is you know, God- not really usually an underdog yeah. in, in in his stories. Yeah,
0: I cannot believe Shusuke Kaneko isn't, like, a born-again Christian. Of how... I mean, hey, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Especially, yeah, if you look at yeah, DMK and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, like, it's very, like, Catholic. You know, they're like, all right, I'm doing this for you, but I'm suffering the entire time <laughs> I'm helping you, and you better be thankful God, for yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The camera an inter- is basically literally crucified in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's a, it was an interesting choice to add a crown of thorns to the design in this, in this movie. We're we're yeah. making jokes, but
0: two two as we said, the like may katakana like begins as a burning cross and then turns <laughs> into.
2: Yeah, that was so awesome. I'm in
0: the and then the, and then like Legion, they like literally rep. They're not just like saying the name in no context. They like reference the Bible. Yeah, they just quote
2: <laughs> they quote the Bible and they they name him.
1: Uh
0: yeah, yeah
2: it's awesome. Um I w- okay so before name
1: him we- Mr. Bible. <laughs> Mr <Yeah>. Bible
0: <laughs> I will say uh before we get into it uh very quickly we'll go through the history of this trilogy uh oh, as we right. talked about before just in case people are listening to this episode first before listen to the other ones, but I do recommend going back and listening to the first two episodes first, because uh, this is just going to be kind of a condensed version of it. So Shusuke Kaneko, he's a guy who got his start making like s- smaller, independent, and like sleazier movies. Uh, he worked in like pink films, and he worked with Nakatsu's uh, Roman porno series. Uh, however, within the Roman porno series, which has like a thousand entries, it has an obscene amount of entries... Uh, a lot of like directors were kind of like up and coming through the production of those movies, which I think mm-hmm. is very interesting. Fe- Cause I can't think of like any well known American, di- like a Marvel movie director who directed porn, you know, like well, think about that. It, like, it, that- it's, not, it's yeah. not
1: porn, but it is kind of like the way a lot of, you know, famous directors went up through like Roger Corman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> that fair? Is that a fair comparison? That's
0: a fair comparison because, like, it's the same kind of output where it's just like this kind of like work- workhouse kind of factory of just a ton of content that's being made, you know. And then it's just uh, like with the. Ne- I'm not saying necessarily that all of the people making the Roman porno movies or even these Roger Corman movies like didn't care about what they're making, but it's like more quantity over quality uh and there's just like a ton of them and uh eventually he got his big break when a movie they made like got like one in a film festival uh and then like eventually worked his way up into toho and then kind of directed like in special effects and horror movies at toho until eventually getting the chance to do the gamma movies on the other side of this, you have uh, Shinji Gucci, who is the special effects director, who uh, had worked with Toho beforehand around the time that, like, the Daikon days of Gainax. And uh, it was, like, he worked in the first Heisei Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. maybe by Alante, but I believe it was just the first Heisei Godzilla movie, uh, where it's the only thing that's, the only thing Godzilla's fighting there are, like, ocean, giant ocean fleas uh we'll be talking about that movie soon actually because we're Pretty almost soon. done Pretty soon. with this series Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh but but yeah we'll get to it eventually um and then uh like worked with Guy Nax uh after that point uh Gunbuster classic masterpiece uh and then Nadia I believe and then um eventually is also put on special effects, working with Toho. Again, these are Toho movies, even though Daiei is the rights owner. They're distributed through Toho, uh, which I think is like an interesting, like, oh, Toho eventually consumes all. It's like Disney, basically, you know. Uh, (laughs) I guess like you could kind of, because there are so many subsidiaries of Toho, where I'm like, wow, even this is a Toho movie? Or this is owned by them? Like, them and Toei, the two Toe companies, are uh, very much like these huge mega-conglomerate, like, Zaibatsu-level corporations uh, that just own a ton of stuff. But yeah, so, other notable things for Shisuke Kaneko is that uh, Gamera 1 was the first, the first kaiju Movie to ever have a female suit actor, which is insane to think about because Godzilla had existed for 40 years before this point, and never once was there a female suit actor. But uh, Gauss in that movie, the uh, the like giant form of it, not the like little gremlin forms of Gauss, uh, which I'm very glad make an appearance in this movie, uh. I w- <laughs> the uh, Gamer 3 has like some of the most sickening like <laughs> genuinely like disgusting special effects I've ever seen. It's so awesome with regards to <laughs> that stuff but <laughs> it's, it's a just very like
1: goop forward film. Oh yeah. man. I, I- <laughs> because
0: it's like it's just subtle enough to feel like the very first scene which we'll talk about in a second where it's like you know in Southeast Asia and it's like this dead rotting carcass on the ground of a gauss it like looks real like it doesn't
2: (laughs) it looks like a real and it looks
0: like a disgusting (laughs) rotting corpse
2: it it was it's not it's funny that you mentioned it being goop forward and stuff because uh uh casey our guest for the first movie uh Uh as he was exiting and stuff he was like wait a minute you guys haven't seen any of these you haven't seen two or three either and it's like we were like nope I haven't seen him and so and uh he said oh you're you know you don't know what you're in for and then i was just like th- like just give me the goop give me the most disgusting shit possible he's like oh you're gonna get <laughs> yeah. goop and someone was like "All oh, right, yeah.
0: cool. you
1: got it i did get it i got yeah, my got goop. exactly what you asked for yeah i got goop
0: mm-hmm. yeah but th- I, I thought that was very interesting mm-hmm. that it was um like he kind of opened the door there and then it wasn't it wasn't it was yume kameyama or yeah yumi kameyama the first woman to ever be a suit actor for a Kaiju film, and the second wouldn't happen again until Gmk with uh, Rie Ota, who played Baragon in that movie, right. and that's just like that's crazy. It's I think it's a more common thing now, and I'm not I don't think it's including, uh, like, Henshin Hero stuff. No, definitely because, not, no. Yeah, because it specifically mentioned kaijus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do know that, like, for Sentai, for a while they did have the female rangers still, like, in suit. They're still portrayed by men. Right. Uh, just to, like, do the stunts and everything like that. But now I believe they have female suit actors yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the female rangers. You have
2: a couple female villains in uh, the original Kamen Rider, though, I guess i guess i'd have to look up if they were actually played by women that's true those are uh, kaijin oh, right right so, still not so. <laughs> kaiju still not kaiju so it is, yeah. it is are <laughs> there the giant. there's the distinct difference yeah so uh, b
0: woman doesn't count right yeah
2: uh, uh man so, she's like screeching go. all the time that, anyway yeah sorry,
0: that, that not... that's a very good episode yeah, yeah watch good. our donate at the five dollar level and watch the first episode of our common writer series that we did last year yeah it's a good time uh but anyway, uh, that's, that's kind of all we have for the history. Right. I just wanted to go over that kind of quickly. Uh, it, again, if you want a more yeah. detailed version of it, go check out the very first episode of, uh, or not the very first, but Gamera 1, right. the first of the Heisei Trilogy. But now we can get on to talking about the movie itself. Yeah. Let us discuss these monsters. Let's dem- demolish this dye <laughs> Nikki. Why don't you get us started? Yeah.
2: So uh, I, I, another another thing to point out really is that this movie came out in 1999, uh, yeah. whereas one and two came out right after each other. It was 95 and then 96. So they took another three years for this one, and uh, the mm-hmm. movie picks up in uh, the year 1999. Uh, three years have passed since uh, uh, Gamora uh, faced Legion, and uh, uh, we, we start off the movie with just the the knowledge that. Yes, Gauss, just like we thought at the very end of the first movie, uh the Gauss are, are plaguing the planet. They are just a threat now, again, uh, which mm-hmm. sucks. <laughs> the world is hell. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we get just uh yeah, like again, like a really startling scene with uh with just the this uh this disgusting as shit <laughs> like Gauss carcass. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff with, with, uh, with like, uh, uh the Gauss, uh, yeah, know, just... Gauss, such a good, those yeah. like
0: little gas. we talked about it before, they get but their they're, mileage. they're so good, Yeah, they're so good, it is like very gremlin gremlin like, Jurassic Park, Raptors, yeah. you know, that, that mm. kind of thing, um, it's just
1: a great design, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really great Oh Oh,
0: man! Later in the movie, there's one with its like eye has popped out of its socket. Yes. Like, oh dear God! (laughs) I,
2: I, I actually like yelled out loud, "His eye!" (laughs) Whenever whenever we got to that part, uh, we see the return of uh, uh, Mayumi uh, Nagamine, uh, who is uh, the ornithologist from the first movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's really cool to have this little like character continuity throughout the three movies and stuff where they kind of drop in drop out and stuff whenever it kind of makes the most sense for them to be there like i really admire that in this trilogy Uh, yeah yeah
1: i have to mention something about her as Mm. she's the you know the the kind of de facto main character of the Mm -hmm. trilogy and uh okay i don't know why but i watched this dubbed Yes. Well, okay. okay, I do know why. It's because I've never watched it dubbed before, and I know <laughs> that it has a bunch of old a-, a bunch of old ADV actors right in major roles. Okay, and I didn't know just how far that would go. Here's how far it went. I'm assuming neither of you have would ever watched have watched it. <laughs> no, no, I, no I did not. So, I did not watch it dubbed. Um, and again, this part the fifth or sixth time I've seen this movie, so I was like, let me go ahead and watch it dubbed. And the main character is portrayed by, I swear to God, the one, the only. Tiffany Grant.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> her second most prestigious role.
1: I swear to God, she nails it. She does a yeah. totally understated, fantastic performance as this character. Like, that is, I, I, I was stunned.
0: I don't think the, uh, like, obviously the Ava dub has, like, not aged perfectly, but I think, like, Tiffany Grant, especially, is, like, has a ton of passion mm. for her roles. So I think, like, even if i think the japanese voice for oh sorry uh the japanese voice for asuka like fits the character a lot more i think that uh like she's just like a great performer and gives it her all and um yeah yeah and i could imagine like yeah man that's so it's oh uh, uh I don't know. It's like hearing Yuri Lowenthal as Spider Man in the the PS4 <laughs> right, Spider Man yeah. game because I'm like, you're supposed was... to be like in you know anime from 2005. <laughs> you're not supposed to be <laughs> in like it was, this. It was AAA such a it was such a, a trip. Game. I
1: had to mention it. And of course, I realized partway through that as fun and and, you, and and weird as I thought it would be to watch the dubbed version, then I realized that also I've never watched it with. Really good English subtitles because I was usually watching on the previous Blu ray, which had the bad subs. So basically, I made a bad choice, but hey, (laughs) at least we got to talk about Tiffany Grant for a couple minutes. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, That is true. I I
0: wonder how, I don't know, I wonder how the ADV people do feel about like roles like that, you know, because like obviously, I would say like her and, uh, you know, Spike Spencer and everyone are kind of defined by Ava. But uh, I wonder how they feel if people go up to them and are like, oh, yeah, you're this character from a Gamera. Because <laughs> I I I've, I was thinking about that the other day because, um, you know, what is his name? Kyle Hebert plays Gohan. And uh, there's a new Dragon Ball movie coming out. And uh, I was like, I want to meet Kyle Hebert and tell him I loved you as Kamina from Gurren Lagann. Uh, and right. just kind of like throw him off there. Though he probably gets... You know, Gurren Lagan's obviously a popular, influential show, so he probably still gets uh, people talking to him yeah. about that. But, like, I would say, like, 95% of people would go up to him and be like, yeah, Gohan is so cool, but the great Siaman is lame. Boo! Um, <laughs> yeah, they suck. <laughs> Those people suck. But, uh, continue now. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Please. No, it's like, I, oh, no, that, that reminds me of, like, a similar property that me and Hazel talked about in our podcast one time about, like, uh like if you ask a musician about like, or like you tell a musician your favorite song by them. And if it's like a really deep cut or something there, it usually sparks some kind of joy. Like, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. someone out there like that one or something like, you know? Uh, so, so I would imagine it's probably a similar thing where they're like, Oh, that's yeah. cool. You go you, for you know, the deep cuts. Yeah. 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 Always
1: go for, Always go, for um, go for the deep cuts guys. Um, man. I, I, I have such a weird relationship with doing that because when we were doing KO, yeah. Uh, Sometimes I'd bring something up to an actor and they'd be like kind of weird about it. It's like, I guess I should just be normal and not bring up the thing that I remember. Uh, But I I regretted it one time. We brought in, stop me if I've told you this story before. It's not Mm -hmm. a great story. But um, sure. we brought in the, the voice actor Robert Costanzo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, who I think is most known for playing Bullock in Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He played the Big Cheese in the Dynamite Watkins episode. Yes. Um, but the reason we brought him in is because I love his performance in Airbud Golden Receiver. <laughs> um, genuinely, it's like an amazing. Like, he, he brings like tremendous heart to this performance of this, of this coach in Airbud Golden uh-huh. Receiver. And I. Just, I had just gotten a, like a slight weird vibe from another actor where I was like, you know, oh, I, I loved you in blank, and I was like, oh, they don't, you know, maybe they just want a normal conversation. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't do this. Yeah. But I, I realized later that I really regretted not telling him that the reason why he was here was because <laughs> I loved him and Airbud Golden Receiver. So you're right. Just go for it, you know. Just, just go for it. I yeah. Would have loved to have heard that. Go,
2: go for the deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always, always a good. I mean, not always, maybe, but you know, <laughs> it's like, like it. Yeah, I, I feel like it's somewhat likely that they'll probably be like, "Oh, that's sweet." Um,
0: that's yeah. The the <laughs> lost you could have been writer on the next Air Bud movie. I would take that. I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I've I, got
1: major look. If you ever do an Airbud series, I've I've got I've got tons of thoughts on this.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, there's an airbud I'm Air sure Bud... it's
1: coming up right next. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's on, on the. Dock. Oh yeah, it's right on the. There's
0: horizon. an there's an Air Bud, Air Bud joke in the like animatic you did for. Uh, like the second aj episode so was that like, is correct <laughs> that makes sense it makes sense now <laughs>
2: uh, the, the connections are there the, the, the seeds have been sown um another piece of <laughs> information we get in the opening few minutes of gamma 3 uh, uh uh i almost called it attack of legion again revenge of iris uh, uh mm-hmm. is uh um that uh, they they they, they They're in the... It's kind of amazing that this movie just kind of leaves you with this. It really doesn't. It just kind of gives you this image. And then the credits start. And then the opening, like, title drops. And it's like, okay. And then, like, the rest of the movie happens. you're like, I'm still thinking about that thing. Uh, But they they show you, like, just this giant graveyard of just so many dead Gamera skeletons. And stuff. And it's like... uh, There's so many things you can infer from that. About, like... The, like how how Gamora like works and uh, mm-hmm. what it takes to kill him like how long it you know how long he, he's around for and stuff how much like you know because they had to, like awaken him like out of a rock in the first movie and stuff and it was like does it happen every mm-hmm. time oh, is this like one of those cool things that like the movie doesn't feel like it has to explain to you you just get to think about that that's just for fun you just get to Jew on yeah, that, that is... one and 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 just watch the movie and enjoy the all the other stuff. We're also thinking yeah. about those 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 horrifying turtle skeletons, all all strewn throughout the sea. So uh, uh, we also, at the same time, like uh, we also like a little bit later, uh, get introduced to uh, these two characters that honestly I don't know how I feel about uh, Miss Asakura and uh, Karata Shinya, who are. Mm-hmm. Co- weird cartoon characters, like yeah, like no, oh, these yeah. guys feel so like fun. they're great. They
0: feel like villains from a common writer. Yeah. Like they feel like they're they feel they're like from Gron- Ryuki. Yeah, what? yeah, exactly. Like they feel like they're from this exact era of yeah Kamen Rider.
2: And it's like it's it's weird because every other actor in this entire trilogy is playing it so understated, and then you have like. Shinya, who's like, <laughs> stuff, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Like, <laughs> it, see, it's awesome. I, I
1: love his performance. But, yeah, it, it it almost feels like less. I mean, this is not an insult. This is mm. a compliment to his performance. Mm. But it almost feels like less like a actor actor, and more like like a teenager putting on a character yeah yeah know, at like an anime convention or something <laughs>
0: yes um
1: <laughs> and that's like why it's great <laughs> yeah and like oh
2: no they're just so fucking strange and so uh, mm-hmm. you, you get this you get this tiny little scene where they're like talking to uh this guy who was on i i guess the research team from the first movie and so if he shows them all the uh Little orichalcum uh, like stones, all those uh, curved stones. Yeah, and
0: they've all been shattered. Yeah,
2: they're all broken. So there's no, they're like they're yeah, they're, they, they're putting away the hope of someone connecting the Gamera and making him yes. stronger. That's out I the window. I think the
0: idea. I think the idea is that like when gamma absorbed all the energy. Yes. Like at the end of the second movie, it like he needed to like literally call on the entire power that was available. All across the planet. Yeah. And it like ended up breaking all of those.
2: Yeah, right. So. And you kind of get the impression as we move into uh, this next part uh, that's kind of more setting up like the, the you know, uh, I don't know, with the character of Gamera and stuff. Uh, that uh, you kind of get the impression that Gamora's kind of lost touch with uh, humanity just a bit or or like oh no it's mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just strange because like you like it's like uh you get like a different look at them so uh a pair of a pair of enhanced uh hyper gauss uh i'm just reading off the Wikipedia. i i'm sorry <laughs> appear in tokyo's uh-huh. uh shibuya district but are opposed by gamera in the ensuing battle gamera attacks the gauss with little regard for humans killing twenty thousand people Uh, yes and he just just absolutely he's just throwing these fireballs and stuff you also get the impression that like he's he's a lot stronger now like that whole thing like with with legion had powered him up and now he's like like no matter what he does he's destroying Mm -hmm. everything yeah
0: it definitely feels like both an intentional direction the story is taking yeah and kind of like a a a rewrite as we talked about (laughs) earlier in the episode this is like that era of Japan, you know, this is the post-Ava. This is like everybody's bummed out <laughs> about everything, <laughs> yeah. and like things are dark and fucked up, and like so. Like Gamera goes from being like this pure defender right. to like this this not like w- not necessarily callous, but like completely like unobservant of humanity. Yeah, he, I will say before yeah. before any of that happens, like pretty importantly. There is the establishment of, like, this secondary protagonist. Right. Uh, who will yeah. eventually, like, link up with Iris, who's the monster of the movie.
2: Yeah. She, uh, uh, so, so you have this high school girl who's, uh, uh, uh she, she, you get a flashback with her where, uh,
0: it's during the first movie yeah yeah
2: it's during the events of the first movie but it's in black and white so it's like i don't know kind of like subliminally like it makes you think it's way earlier than that but it's it's like just four years ago but it's black and white Uh, but but uh uh i i really like the choice though visually um Mm -hmm. where uh it's during the events of uh the first movies fight with uh with that hyper gauss and uh they're like knocking into the buildings and stuff it's like the moment from that movie where you're where you're thinking in the back of your head damn this is completely destroying the shit out of the city uh and mm-hmm. um uh she, she's she's evacuating with her family she's uh, uh in the van and everything and she's pretty much forced to watch her mom go in back in for her cat named iris or iris oh, and wow. uh uh uh, f- find find the cat and everything. And while that's happening, uh, her dad is also like in there, and I, I don't know, has lost it or something, because he's like taking a bunch of pictures of Gamera and uh, uh as Gamera like pretty much like smashes into uh, the house, killing everybody, and uh, uh, leaving this girl orphaned. And uh, mm. uh, uh, then we we pick back up with her, uh, at her foster parents house uh, and they kind of have this like contentious relationship at this point where like uh you kind of pick up from dialogue where she uh uh she was sweet at first and everything and then now she's like kind of she's a teenager she's like in middle school i think maybe maybe like first year of high school and it's just like pissed off about the camera thing all the time and like which is totally reasonable yeah
1: it's great uh, you know she's a she, she she became a hater you know yeah. she's an auntie <laughs> she
2: she has gone full hater mode for that turtle um, yeah the
1: yeah she's like pro and DNI. you know I'm a full auntie <laughs>
0: but uh,
2: oh God I do
0: uh, I will say that um like I think this subplot is kind of what makes this movie. Like up there, like potentially yeah. my favorite above the first is because it's really, I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, to have it positioned where, like, there's a character that's like, no, <laughs> I don't like And, and it's not like a, a shallow reason. Yeah. She has, like, a very reasonable, like, hatred towards Gamera uh, on top of the fact that, like, in, in in normal high school form, she has bullies that are picking on her. Uh, she has like friends and people that like want to help her, but she's kind of like rejecting in some way. Everything about it, like all the teenage melodrama stuff, really kind of really works like clicked yeah. with me. And I think it really works well in Gamera. I, I do wish we got more Gamera movies so we could get more stories like this. Yeah. Uh, Cause like yeah. I feel like the first movie like, did tap into the friend-to-all-children stuff. Um... Yeah. With Asagi, like, having her connection with Gamera. Uh, but... Like, this... I don't know. Like, this goes in more on it. The second one, again, was kind of, like, zoomed out and didn't really focus on the characters that much, so that element was only kinda there. It was, like, technically there. Right. Because the children did, like, give mana to Gamera, but, uh... This one, like, focuses on the kids and their relationship with Gamera. You have one kid that's like, no, I hate Gamera. And then the the boy that, like, works at the shrine, you know, is like, oh, but Ga- he's saved. We would have been way more screwed if Gamera didn't do those things. Yeah. And this, it's kind of, it's interesting because, you know, actually hearing that said out loud, you realize like how much that sucks. Like the idea of like, you should be grateful because it could have been much worse. If, you right. know, Gamera didn't do anything. Yeah,
1: she's like, I, he's like, I consider your family to be an acceptable, uh, loss considering the circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, maybe it's called fuck you. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Right. It's, it, it is like, to me, that's an interesting part of the, a story of a lot of like the, you know, these movies that involve a lot of destruction. Ah uh, that isn't really usually taken to account or is taken to an account in a really dumb and bad way, like with like Batman v Superman. Oh, uh, right yeah <laughs> which is, like, like, or, you which know, is let's
1: like, just say I feel like it's worth <laughs> noting that there is kind of like a a a, a tradition of these like uh, movies where the idea is like what's the human cost of these fun action scenes? You know, I, th- I think that maybe one of the more egregious or notable ones is Avengers Age of Ultron, where they're like, oh, fine, God. we'll spend hours watching the characters meticulously rescue every human being in the city. OK, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,
2: but, and then, oh, my God, uh, fucking the, I think the worst of all of them is fucking uh, uh, Man of Steel, like, like, like just uh, the, yes. like, like just how callous it is towards the human cost. And it's like it's fucking Superman. His whole thing says yeah. that that doesn't have to happen.
1: I don't know. Uh, but but uh uh mm, but but also pretty- he's not real so you can just make up right. a way where that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's uh, uh
0: But uh, it was but it was pretty badass when he like hit Zod into a building. It wasn't so. it was
2: CG. <laughs> it wasn't that badass. It wasn't that cool.
0: Um uh uh but uh
2: <laughs> um So yeah, like I'm I was so like jazzed when when i realized that this was the direction i was like fucking mm. fuck. like as soon as it went to that black and white uh, like flashback i was like this is the perfect <laughs> like 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 way to do the third one of these is is like is like or just at least the perfect direction for it it's like oh no just Mwah. So, so smart i love it i love it i, I love yeah. i love what they were doing here and uh uh yeah i i really love the subplot i really love the uh 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 the shrine kid or whatever like he means so uh, well he means so well he's, he's such a he's like he's just a country boy yeah. he's just trying to he's, I, <laughs> he's just trying to protect i
0: do his like that you know eventually we get to the the creature breaking out of mm. this egg uh yeah. which she names iris right and like it's uh the, it's like fucking a horrible tentacle monster but it's still like it kind has this kind very of cute like, <laughs> Yeah, it has a, it still has yeah. this like air of like Spielbergy E. T. type right. cuteness. Yeah,
1: it's it's E. T. but fucked up, you know? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
0: it does that it, first of all, that does make me think of No More Heroes Three. Uh Oh my two, god,
2: foo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh
0: but but two, it it's like I don't know, I, I love there's just something wonderful about those stories where it's like the unconditional love that people have towards animals or pets and then like they get no payback from you know they get nothing in return except for misery uh where this this thing is just like completely using this girl and like oh man forges forges this bond with her cuz she finds one of the magatama Yes, she, you know, she, she that, that finds a like she finds a
2: dark evil one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like sharp. and ends up
0: forming like a, and like when I saw that I was like, no way, <laughs> she's gonna have a a dark version yeah. of like a connection. <laughs>
1: they got the bad ones. They got the, oh my god, they
2: make bad ones. it's so like uh, yeah, um, God, fucking.
0: But continue, please. It was
2: really interesting. It's really interesting though because at this point in the movie, I was like. Where is this going? Because I was starting to think I was like, wait, is like even though even though the Makatama kind of looked like a like a, a dark evil bad one and stuff, so I was like, is she gonna fight Gamera? Because Gamera, I, we have to point out his design. They changed. Yes. It. He's yeah. That, that's yeah, what I was talking about before. Looking, where he's looking yeah, gnarly. He's, in this He's one. he's a lot <laughs> more mean looking. He's got like a mohawk and stuff. He's fucking. Uh-huh. He's mean, he means business. He's got he's got spines. I I really like the like. I don't know the, sometimes they move in certain shots but I'm like yes. the, the fucking shingled back is like like yeah, that's shell really cool. is so crazy I was like what? I'll say
0: I prefer yeah. the suit in the first two movies mm-hmm. but this one is still cool for this movie yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. it, it, I think
1: the legion the legion look is my favorite right. of the of yes. yeah. but this one this one's pretty rad yeah. for for what it's doing
2: for, for 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 just a few minutes though I was like wait a minute is this movie setting up, like, we have to kill fucking Gamera, and it's, like, with this thing? <laughs> and so, so I was, like, yes. my mind was racing. I was, like, whoa. And, uh, and Yeah, then, that,
0: and that's kind of yeah. what I was talking about, where it's, like, there's a lot of great ideas in the movie, but, like, right. it doesn't, like, convey them all, like, right. super cleanly. So there is kind of these weird mixed messages and like false yeah yeah, false leads and things like that which i don't think are intentional i don't like but i also don't think that they like really negatively impact the movie it just kind of makes it a bit more complicated than it needs to be
2: right uh but yeah so so like i mean i guess this pretty cleanly just goes right into like all the stuff with uh 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 you know like the the like you pretty pretty immediately find out that like oh man this uh, this thing is kind of taking advantage and uh, uh, is like feeding on stuff they give it like some convenience store snacks and stuff and it yeah. like crunches the the the, the soda yeah, can yeah that,
0: that's that scene is so funny because in any other movie in like Mac and Me or whatever <laughs> right. like it would be like this cute scene of like oh look at the alien but there they're like horrified. <laughs> By how like this thing like sticks its tentacle into a can and like immediately like sucks it like, dry. It basically
1: brandishes like a switchblade. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's just like stabbing stuff and then draining the juice out of it.
2: Yeah, uh, and then like uh, it, it pretty it pretty rapidly is is you know uh, uh, causing some damage by just like it breaks out, it gets bigger, and it's like mm-hmm. eating a bunch of wildlife too, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh god this is okay but 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 eventually it like it like sucks in the girl uh 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 yes yeah and...
0: before before it breaks loose it like you know or like it gets loose she finds it like injured in the forest and right. then like fuses with it and uh like that's when like the connection is truly made between right. the two.
2: And then the boy comes in, and we get the goopiest. I mean, like he's just—he stabs oh, that yeah. fucking thing, and it just floods out, fucking a bunch <laughs> of just like gunk and shit. And I'm just like, I was like, yes, fucking, fucking Keita memia was on was on set, and he was like, yeah, yeah put, put a bunch of fucking crap in there, and <laughs> so just have all so just, I'll just spill goop. out on this guy, all, there, the, all this goop. There's
0: a scene like a little bit later in the movie where there's like blood gets on the camera yeah (laughs) (laughs) damn
2: um yeah uh uh, oh god let me let me see where where we're at and stuff i i i don't want to be like too like uh stringent or strict here and everything i think i think alongside with all this too we also get the uh reintroduction of uh the girl from the first two movies who has the uh uh Uh, connection with or used to have Mm -hmm. the connection with Gamera yeah she's just kind of helping out and stuff she doesn't have that connection anymore it's like gone Uh, I'll
1: say uh, that was something uh, that uh, I read about it was interesting because the the arrow blu-ray set comes with like a big book of interviews and stuff and there was an old Fangoria article where someone was like on set interviewing people and they interviewed Ayaka Fujitani about Mm. that her role in this movie and she's like yeah uh, my relationship with Gamera has like changed a lot over the course of the movies, and there wasn't in this one. It's kind of like I'm his ex girlfriend.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, broken up, but I'm That's still kind of like following
1: him around. It's like wow, I've never yeah. seen it that way, but I guess that kind of is what it is. I, w- I
0: will say that uh, she like bec- I think because she was so young in the uh, very first movie, she- her acting wasn't the best. Yeah, but like by this movie, she's like on par. Yeah, she's with really good. Everybody. Yeah. So. By
1: this point, she's a significantly better actor than Steven Seagal. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
2: yeah, we've who, definitely moved up uh, in the world uh, from Steven. Seagal. Yeah. Uh, 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 God.
0: But she did talk about in the first. Yeah, we yeah we did this. talk about yes. Steven Seagal. I'm sure.
1: I'm oh, I'm sure it's been yes. covered. Yeah. Yes. And I've seen some of her some of her recent tweets on the subject where it's just like, yeah, I don't envy that situation. Uh, mm. But yeah, look, she's had an incredible career though. She's in all kinds of amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, she's in Gamera. That's the, <laughs> that, well, how much that, that'd more that'd prestige be is going to get me. <laughs> <So> the <guy.
2: laughs> um, uh, bet. But yeah, so uh, uh, it pretty much like the Iris situation just like completely just uh, uh, goes out like completely out of control and stuff. They they mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, like there's a bunch of wildlife and everything. There's a, there's like a little like uh, summer picnic or whatever uh, that you always see in like the episode thirty ish mark and like common writer or something <laughs> they always have yeah. an episode out there it's on a bunch of gravel rocks and stuff and uh-huh. you know, at the the river and uh 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 two of these like i don't know college age kids come out there and stuff and i i just fucking love uh and we get a we get like a preview of this too with uh the ornithologist and the uh cop guy who Fucking these movies have been so bad to him and so We're like the, yeah. He was a cop in the first yeah. movie, and then he's and then he's at this beer factory in the second one. Now he's homeless and stuff. And you get this whole like, uh-huh. you get this great scene with him at the bar. He's like drinking beer. He's like, man, this beer tastes really it, good right and, now. And stuff. Mm, and, and okay, yeah.
0: I should say we won't talk about it because apparently there's no existing copy of it. Yeah. On the internet, but there was a unofficial fourth movie. Really. And it has him in it. Like, he's still... Like, he's the only returning actor. Interesting. Uh, But it's, like, an unofficial fourth movie that goes off the ending of this movie. Huh. And uh, that's, like... That reminds me of those, like, Doctor Who
2: VHS types that were
0: made by, like, the BEC or whatever, you know? Like, this, like... Company that they're just really trying to trick you into thinking it's actually Doctor Who, but it's not. Right, it is not actually Doctor Who, and they never ever say that it's Doctor Who. But it's like all the characters and they're they're doing something in time travel, but it's you don't see the Tardis and you don't see all this other stuff. so I would love to have seen uh, this fourth Gamera movie, this legendary like one, but apparently it was like shown at. Like Comic cat or something like that, or yeah. shown at like a convention, and then it was never distributed again. Damn. And there's no, Ugh. no video of it, anywhere. Uh, maybe, it will surface in the future. Uh, but like from what I saw, that doesn't exist. But I, I wanted to bring that up in regards yeah. to that actor because he was the only returning person of that movie, which I think is very funny. Yeah. That they're like, all right, this guy has been a a constant. Now is his time to shine, baby.
2: Yeah, let's bring (laughs) At the very first, I was like, this is a little mean spirited, guys. Like, I'm just like, this is a little fucked up. And then he, and then he actually kind of comes back around later in the movie. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, they didn't completely just leave him in the dirt and go like, yeah, fuck you, idiot, and so and Mm. just like leave him homeless and just die and stuff. But uh, uh, yeah. Um. Also, uh, Hazel, if you're listening to this, if you can somehow track down, (laughs) then like you're you're the only one. If anybody can, yeah, yeah. If
0: anybody can,
2: (laughs) if anyone can possibly track this down, it might be you. So uh, let me know.
1: Eliminate clutter and embrace the freedom of HyperX wireless gaming gear for PC and console. Power through all the great monthly PlayStation Plus games with the Cloud Stinger Core Wireless for PlayStation. Enjoy lightweight comfort with reliable wireless freedom so you won't miss plot points when you head to the fridge. High-quality HyperX wireless products can be found at most fine retailers, as well as online at Target, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, or shop directly at HyperX.com and HP.com.
2: For every episode of No More Whoppers that you listen to, we will send you a 25-cent coupon for participating Kroger's. How
1: many Kroger's are participating? None, but you're still getting the coupon. And it's like 25 cents in 1985 dollars. Right, so today that's like... 28 cents. No More Whoppers, take that to the bank and smoke it. On the HyperX Podcast Network and nomorewhoppers.com.
0: Hey, Joe, Brandon, do you want to review everything? No, yes. no, 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 hang on, that sounds like a lot of work. It's not. What do you mean? Yeah, it's not. Podford Review, the podcast where we review everything and anything and get lost along the way. Find this podcast and more on the HyperX Podcast Network.
2: of describing two scenes at the same time and everything but like uh uh the ornithologist and the and and the former cop uh former detective uh they they go to uh the girl's uh house uh after it's been like destroyed and fucking uh they find like her foster family it's so fucked up they find her foster family completely dead and like her fucking mom drops down like a damn mummy and stuff and i was i was like it's scary. It's really fucked yeah, it's,
0: up. <laughs> that's another one of those like this is genuinely disgusting. Yeah. Like the previous movie had like heads exploding and I'm told, like that kind of gore, totally fine with. Yeah. But like dead bodies Yeah, just dried out <laughs> and, and husks. Yeah, is this like that's that's gross. Yeah. Uh, you know, the corpses again, we talked about it with the like early scene with the Gauss with its eye falling out. Like, that's so gross.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, that, like, that, the. I could imagine kids in the theaters in 1999 being scarred by the image <laughs> of these, like, emaciated, like, green yeah. corpses. Yeah,
1: and yeah, we get another one. And it's like a full on jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we get another one with the college students, too, and everything, where, like, uh, that, that, like, girl gets, gets, uh, gets, gets, goes mummy mode. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and then, like, there's just a pretty prompt, like, like military uh, uh, kind of response. That, that, like, this is all yeah. totally like spinning out of control and stuff. And I love that, like, yeah, yeah. And I just love. The I guess way now. That it happen.
0: Yeah, I guess now is the time to ask, as Iris has reached its like essentially its form that it'll be in for the rest of the movie. How do we feel about Iris as a monster? Um,
2: uh,
0: Nikki, you go.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, Iris is is really interesting uh, I don't think I, I find it I it's a really really great design I don't think it's quite as like shocking and like uh, and impressive as Legion was uh, or even like the the, the, the Jurassic Park E quality of uh, the Gauss in the first movie and stuff uh, and I think I think the only thing that takes away from that really is the fact that they use so much CGI for a lot of the movie to you uh, uh, the iris stuff? Uh, the, the best, the best bits that we get of the iris suit is like the very end. Probably. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, yeah.
0: it's like there's some of the most, like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> like but, these moments of. Seeing it like drop down in the yeah. in the rain and the darkness. Right.
2: Yeah, but for for, yeah. for much of the movie though, you really do get like a whole lot of CG and stuff. And this is kind mm. of just all over the movie too. Like a lot of uh like I mean Gamera's fireballs are always CG, but it feels like it's a lot more pronounced and they're doing a lot more of like it kind of feels like a digital camera shake. Like like they're like it's like a, post, That's it's true. Like a yeah. it's post-processed yeah. camera shake and it just looks a little bit I don't know, I don't know if it's worse, but just it looks different. And it's it's probably it's like not quite to my taste compared to like yeah because the, the
0: very team. first one was so cheap <laughs> it was ve- but it was like so well executed you know they they like it's very similar to like Comrade Kugo yeah where that show is like unbelievably cheap oh, compared yeah. to stuff that would come later the shot was so bad
2: for cameras <laughs> like, yes
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah it it yeah it looks it's like forty eight frames per second it like looks like <laughs> The Hobbit you know but it it's like i don't know it, it it has like this quality to it in this confidence where all of it feels very real and, and tangible and then the second movie like really ups the ante and has some amazing special effects but a lot of the like um, the most impressive stuff i think were like these still hand drawn
2: yes yeah, right
0: uh so like legions whips at yeah. the end of the movie when, like, he rips off both of the, the pincers and then, like, it reveals it has, like, a second set of weapons. Yeah, it's like these red lasers, you know? like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, that is incredible, and it, like, looks awesome in this, like, perfect toku way. Mm. Whereas, yeah, in this one it is, like, a lot of CG, which makes sense because it is 1999. And it's a very uh, complex and, like,
1: it does It does date yeah. things a bit. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, by the end of the movie... Like, when you have the, like, final fight, when it, like, really matters, they do use the suit. And even in that, uh, like, the conflict in the jungle right. or in the forest, whatever, uh, like, when it's all the military people are, like, firing at Iris, like, it is its suits or, like, the, uh, the yeah. there's this physical object. And what I like about Iris's design is it's it has, like... A face, it has, like, this weird, like, hollow face. Yeah. And then with, like, grates that you, like, peer into it. And it has one big glowing orb. It's cool, yeah. That appears, like, two eyes. Yeah. At, like, from the angle from the front. And that's, like, a really interesting design where it, like, almost looks normal, but it looks just weird enough to look like a freaky alien thing. I
2: like that it has Resident Evil weak
1: spots. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not as like memorable. It's not to to use an overused phrase. It's not quite as iconic mm. as uh, <laughs> as the course. Gauss or the Legion, but you know, it's funky. It's zuby. You know, it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, I get, I get you. You need to do something else. You know, you, you didn't want to tread the old tread the old ground. You, you tried something, and uh, I, I get why they did it, and it, it doesn't hurt the movie at all. To, yeah. yeah, it's not quite as strong of a design. it's
2: it's a cool Didn't... color choice too though having it be like orange and like silver and so i don't know it's just like a it's like a really interesting yeah, but... choice of like color and stuff like it's not, it's not naturalistic like at all it's very kind yeah, of yeah
0: like uh, one thing um i don't know that i really like about these movies is that they don't lean on the showa era that much no. like no the only monster for, like obviously gyaos is a big part of all of these movies right. but like that's it <laughs> just the one monster and then like so there's no no Barugan, no jiger no zegra can you imagine uh, Gwiron? You're not... yeah no we <laughs> oh
2: that's the dream that, yeah. that would
0: have been awesome yeah maybe in the fourth movie that uh we can't see
2: <laughs> um but yeah, so so uh, I don't know. I just love the way that this this like spins out of control. I'm kind of going out of order, but it's like whatever. This is a podcast. Yeah, and it's, stuff fine. No it's fine. No one's no one's actually expi- ex- experiencing the movie through us. Everything, but I love I love like how, like how much I don't know. Like the the like one of the only it feels like comedic fucking scenes in the whole movie, or at least it felt comedic to me, is. uh the boy, the shrine boy, talking to his mm-hmm. grandmother, who's like, "It'd be a really, really bad thing if that, if that, if that, if that, if that thing got <laughs> yeah. moved at all." And the kid like is visibly extremely nervous. Like, oh no, that got a laugh. Yeah, out
0: he's me. like, oh he's shit, he's like, fuck, he's like, oh shit. <laughs> so, I think that's like before they
2: feed it like convenience store food, which is like yes. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But, but, um, that, that's, but, um, yeah, and, and oh no, it's just uh. uh Whole lot of stuff going on in this last act. So, uh, uh, I think at, uh, at some point we, uh, we get like a, like a, another run in with, uh, the, the two weird guys, uh, because, uh, after uh, the boy saves uh, the girl from uh, the big cocoon goopy thing mm-hmm. and stuff uh, we get to see a dreamcast yeah we get to fucking see a dream my brother okay you you
1: uh, <laughs> you cheer in your seat when the dreamcast exactly <laughs> yeah. no no
2: they put the dreamcast in
1: the movie yeah, yeah. My, uh, me
2: me i i watched i watched all three of these with my brother and my brother is a huge like game collector guy, he owns a lot of older consoles and stuff. He like, and we were just watching these, and he was kind of just. He's very silent for movies a lot of the time and stuff. He really just likes to zone in and stuff. And for this one, he was especially quiet, just because the movie is like a lot slower. There's a lot less chances to kind of pop off and go oh fuck and stuff you know but like yeah, uh, yeah. except for whenever it's gross and great uh and but but whenever the dreamcast showed up he, he went yeah <laughs> so just immediately <laughs> just popped up went, it's yes.
0: that it's exactly like in pulse yes with the sega saturn the, like games and, and grandia yeah yeah <laughs> Um, on the Sega Saturn, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, just, just. Like finally, my things. lifestyle is represented on screen. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I just love the idea that they're, they're describing like, oh, well, some people like can predict the stock market or you know, like the, these things with the uh, with Dreamcast games. Oh man. Uh, oh, you know what? That yeah, he's uh, like, look. Okay. This
1: this this console can do the stock market. It can predict the future. <laughs> It's look. What can I say? It's thinking. You know, it can do anything.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard? Okay, so hear me out. I got this game. It's called Seaman. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I did want to say,
1: sophisticated alt, has the most sophisticated artificial intelligence
0: ever. <laughs>
1: I, oh God, Leonard yeah. Leonard
0: there. I I wanted to say this. This is uh, at, at the time that we're recording this. I have like listened to a bunch of episodes of Pod Spirits, the podcast that you do with Hazel and Nikki. Yes. And uh, at one point, you know, you you probably do not remember this because this is so long. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Like I throw those episodes out of my
2: brain in- instantly after <laughs> instantly. Done. Yes. Yeah.
0: But but you guys made the joke that like for uh, burned in, mm-hmm. you would want to like o- every like one thousand copies or whatever of a CD, there would be two discs in it. <laughs> And one of them would be like, oh, you couldn't play it in a CD player, but if you took it out and you put it into the Dreamcast, it would be ill-bleed on the Dreamcast. <laughs> right, I, I, do I just like that. The- <laughs> I, I just like the logic of, like, this, the first thing somebody would do is put it into their CD player. <laughs> the second thing somebody would do with this blank disc is put it into their Dreamcast.
2: <laughs> that's how we work. It's a, uh, so, Hazel puts me into an extremely Sega mood, and we just all just we're, we're just shit. ripping on Sega stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Sega thing is so fascinating, because that's also where they start, like... Uh, uh, world building and stuff and they're talking about the mana and stuff and mm-hmm. like uh, and, and and like they're doing it all through this program in the Dreamcast and I'm just yeah. like Sega what, like what is Sega's marketing was fucking crazy <laughs> back then and stuff like yeah. Sega Saturn and Evangelion fucking it's Dreamcast and this yeah, movie it,
0: it's so funny like the Saturn mm-hmm. it's difference between America and Japan yeah. because in America there's like like 200 games like 150 games or yeah. at least for there's like over a thousand games right. on it in yeah. Japan right. like uh like this was before things got way too expensive
2: yeah
0: uh, especially for imports but like I got a Japanese Saturn yeah. because I, I've never had one and I was like oh I can get all these games for cheap from japan for like three dollars and there were a ton of them were just dirt cheap i got like 50 saturn games uh just for like so cheap over the course of 2019 yeah and then something very strange <laughs> happened in 2020 that stopped me from getting anything else right so. yeah yeah it's
2: very strange how that how that worked out uh,
0: I think the last game I got was super high no not super highlight, virtual high Light. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. On the, there ain't uh, nothing which is, super uh,
2: about it. Just- <laughs> One
0: of the worst things I've ever like literally physically painful to play, like <laughs> makes me nauseous game. Uh but I love it's it. Awesome. Up.
2: It's awesome. What if an RPG was like dental surgery? Anyway. <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs>
1: uh, wait, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take this chance to Take a quick bathroom break. Yes. We're back in thirty seconds. I'm not I'm not okay. gonna pause the record. I'll just be right back. Yeah, yeah. Just cut no yeah, we'll this out. One sec. Alright.
0: Oh
2: man. How many gaming tangents can we possibly have in a in a gamer episode? I
0: don't know. <laughs> there, so oh funny. maybe we should when I'll talk about the PS one game when here.
2: Uh, I, I really want to play there you that. Go whenever we do our do like, like
0: the, video games episode yeah dude that, that fucking song the i soundtrack? used for the soundtrack mm, yeah yeah from the uh, for the like ending theme of this season yeah. is insanely good yeah yeah <laughs> i was just like what the fuck this song is so good yeah. whenever so. whenever
2: i had to put that episode together for you whenever uh, you had the novel uh famous coronavirus uh, mm. i was like I was listening to it, and I was like, what the fuck? is like, is he putting us at the end of every episode? That's crazy. So I, was, yeah. I, was like, I was, like, really, really impressed with it. And I listened to the I whole was, soundtrack, I, and I was like, this is awesome. This whole thing is great.
0: Yeah, I listened to, like, some episodes of Shit Shooters mm-hmm. back. Wow. Just for to be, like... Yeah, yeah I, I was talking about this to Toby, like, before no. you came in. The idea of, like, um, like listening to yourself and being like, man, I'm making some good points here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just uh, that was a good ego boost. But I had no idea. Like, I never listened to Shit Shooter. Yeah. So I had no idea you used the, like, you know, last time on Yu Hakusho Music yes. for the yeah. intro. Yeah,
2: I, uh, I changed uh, at some point in, like, the 20s or 30s or something. Uh, I changed. No, it was at the beginning of this year, actually. I changed from the old Gridman song that I used to use for, like, the ending bumpers on my videos. I wanted to change it to a oh. different song. And Yuja Show had been on the mind, so I like was okay. and I was looking up like background music and stuff from that show, and I found that, and I was like that. This is actually like exactly the sort of weird like kinetic energy that I think the show kind of has and stuff. Where we're just kind of like I'm firing wa- off stuff, and we're just like having fun. Yeah,
0: I'm watching a long play mm. right now of the PSX Gamera game. Yeah. And it's, so it's why is a, it,
1: sorry I'm back. Why is it on PlayStation and not Saturn or Dreamcast?
0: I, I don't know. But but it's <laughs> but the but it's like a fucking like FMV game.
2: Whoa. <laughs> so so it has.
0: it's like like Sewer Shark. Yes. Which I I, I only have a two word review for <laughs> <Stop>. Shit Shark. <laughs> uh but <laughs> oh, God. but um it's that's so and it's in English, like Wow. As in, like it's subtitled in Japanese. This right. game was never released in America, but like, like all the actors are speaking English,
2: huh.
0: and like the the scene that I'm watching is like, like the fucking like the the racing scene from uh the third Star Wars movie,
2: oh, like from the, Return
0: of the Jedi, and yeah. like the Endor, right? Yeah, it's just that, except for you're like a guy in a motorcycle. Uh, and there's, it doesn't look like there's any Gamera here, so I have no idea why it's called Gamera 2000, but I guess we'll play, uh, oh wow, this really is just Star Wars. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in some future episode when we get a chance to talk about all the, like, Godzilla or Gamera games. I think this might be the only Gamera game, uh, the PlayStation 1 Gamera game. I know that there's a Godzilla game on the Dreamcast. Mm. Called Godzilla Generations. I know this because well, one because I'm a Godzilla fan, and two because Quintet yeah. developed that game, which is cr- crazy to me because <laughs> right. they're an RPG developer. So it's just very weird that they developed some like I don't even know what Godzilla Generations is on yeah. the Dreamcast. So you know, anyway. Uh, but we're, we're talking about a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so so
2: back to the movie. Uh, Iris uh, flies toward uh toward Kyoto. Uh, there's like a whole aerial battle scene and stuff. It's pr- it that that is some pretty impressive '90s CGI. I must yes. say, I was like, it's true. Whoa. I was like, this I, is. Cool.
0: I think it helps that it's like at night. It's like dark. It's colorful. And like, the, at, the mood is like there. It's like it, it helps that it's like not in broad daylight yeah you know? right so yeah
2: uh you can obscure quite a bit and stuff uh ayana the girl that we've been referring to the whole uh, the whole podcast uh uh she's she's been taken by uh oscara and karata the two weirdos and i have to mention what the fuck <laughs> like that they're they have like this lair <laughs> like
1: like
2: uh-huh. it's like it's, it's like <laughs> i don't know like i'm not trying to be like plot. a shocker base. yeah i'm not trying to be plot hole guy here or whatever but it's like yeah it's like it's like what is she going to go see great dr d and stuff like it's, it's, it's uh <laughs> is uh like it, it's so yeah it's it's exactly like a 70s shocker base it's like it's all just like one primary color and stuff and it's like it's like, a, it's like lit by a candle and stuff they're doing like mm. weird cult shit and stuff and it's just like I don't know, these these two extreme weirdos uh i th- yeah i
0: think i don't know there's something interesting about that because like you know the Shin rikyo cult had become right. infamous yeah. like since the mm. the first movie or since the second movie yeah and uh like the idea of these weird like new age cults that are like misanthropic yeah uh must have been like on the mind in japan you know like these ideas of like these like oh these guys that like almost like crave the death of humanity in some way like these people like see oh gamera he needs to be destroyed so then all the gauss can come and kill everybody else and thin the numbers and and all that yeah uh but they're not like i don't know they're interesting because they're not like villains that need to be thwarted they're just like fucking weird people that <laughs> yeah. have this
2: like <laughs> they're just weirdos that really want something but like they can't exactly do it because like i don't know like they're not yeah. monsters or whatever uh, mm-hmm. but yeah they're they're trying to get to her because she's uh uh because she's got the 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 the, the bad <laughs> the bad stone and uh mm-hmm. uh I don't know. Like we we have like a there's like a like one of them meets up with uh, uh, the ornithologist and uh, uh, the other girl and stuff, and uh, uh, they I don't know they have like a conversation. They go to a shrine and stuff, and they're talking about uh, Gamera, and eventually end up just kind of picking up Ayane from uh, 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 the thing, and yeah, I don't know. The third act just kind of just begins to happen and stuff. Uh, yeah, where yeah. where. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a lot of, like, the things that are set down are, like, the military is, like, we need to kill Gamera. He's our biggest priority. Like, screw Iris, we're killing Gamera because of the incident earlier in the movie. Right. Um, And, like, but it's also established by this point that, like, Gamera is not evil. It is that, like, he's just lost his connection to humanity. Uh, But it's not like he's... But it's still like there. He hasn't in turned some on. So that might be. Yeah. Yeah, because he protects this kid, uh, from damage. It's still is like a his great... thing, you know. Yeah. Right? He's still doing With...
1: his thing. It's just that maybe he, he, maybe he's not as like emotionally connected to people. I don't know.
0: Yes. Uh, it, it's like, again, I feel like it was something that could have been elaborated on in like a sequel or like followed up on and like it all comes together in, like, a sequel. I don't think it needs a sequel, necessarily. I think the movie stands totally fine on its own, uh, and this trilogy is, like, totally fine on its own. But I wanted to say that him protecting the kid uh, during, like, the fight yes. with the Gauss in the city is a reference to the very first gamma movie, where Gamera, like, protects a kid from rubble, and the kid, like, just naively assumes... Oh, Gamera's is a good guy. He's defending us and like absolutely no other <laughs> right. evidence in the movie suggests that Gamera is like a, is defending. It. I'm not saying this in like an ironic way. The the, the uh, that first movie was about it's, you know, like he's a monster that's scary. Yeah, not, the, he's the friend to all children. Yeah,
2: the first the first movie has a, has a strangely like no, Oh no, I guess I guess like uh, cynical yeah it's like it's like a cynical way of viewing gamera and stuff that he's like uh he's this monster with like he's this monster and is this he's this animal with like not a whole lot of like actual like internal thought or conscience or anything uh and then yeah to kind of see it just crop back up right here at quote-unquote the end of of like gamera right and so it's kind of interesting uh it's it's, a, yeah. it's a, almost have that but also not really have it because Gamra's is still yeah him. He's still himself. Uh, uh, it's just, yeah. It's just kind of deeper in there. Um, yeah, so 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 we get we get kind of the uh, 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 the climax of the movie and stuff. We get them f- fighting through the city. They ca- crash into uh, I, is it a station? It, it's like the world. It's a train station. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm just like. Just the scale of everything. I'm like, this is the world's biggest building ever. And so I mean, <laughs> like, that's just how bad
0: public transportation is in America. Right, right, so. right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, because I'm, I'm just looking at the scale of, of these monsters. Yeah. In th- the this city final in fight this, is. Yeah.
0: Like, it might be like my favorite set piece, like it's setting for a final shit. fight. Yeah. And yeah. It, like, like having the monsters like burst through, like into just like this big building, and they're having like. I don't know. It's such a low scale battle between these two monsters that that is that like really brings it together. Whereas like the previous movie was awesome, but it felt like this apocalyptic Gamera needed to use the entire energy of the planet Earth in order to kill this thing. Right. Uh, Whereas like this, like they had the big epic city battle with destruction, like in the first act. Right. Uh, and then this one, they're like, "All right, here's this like very personal battle because it really is, you know, literally becomes a battle between Gamera and Ayana." Right. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: It's. uh, so, uh Yeah, it's it, it's really unique and it's like the perfect response to how grand and huge like the second movie felt and stuff. That like the only way you can go is like inward. And stuff, rather than mm-hmm. rather than continuing to expand and get and try to top the second one, you can't top Gamera two. You just can't do it. It's it's too it's too badass. Yeah. Too it's too cool and stuff. But like uh, uh, Gamera three, kind of looking more inward and kind of it being a, a more emotional battle. It, it it kind of devolves into almost just like a monster, just a kaiju fist fight. And stuff and yeah uh, um, and they just start tearing yes. each other apart and it's awesome yeah get,
0: Gamera gets fucked up about like oh, as he is again. want to do yeah. he gets he has a giant hole gorged in his stomach oh my god it is
2: um. so <laughs> hard to watch yeah yeah <laughs> the, yeah this this they finally topped uh uh fucking what what's the squid one from virus okay yeah virus cuz virus almost does the same thing but this time it goes all the way through yes. Gamera, and yeah, he's bleeding yeah. a lot a lot a lot um, maybe yeah.
0: Maybe one of my favorite scenes in the movie is the uh, like Iris is like is about to like absorb Ayana, and then the uh, the boy like he he has this like you know knife, this like magical knife that's meant to like kill Iris, right? And he throws it and it just like dings off of uh, Iris, and then like but it like nicks Ayana in the face. Yes. So, like, at yeah. first you think, oh, is it, he did it, it was worthless, it didn't do anything, but, like, that it that kind of, like, snapped her out of it. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. she was 100% completely in this, like, hypnosis of, I need to, to fuse with Iris and I need to kill Gamera, Gamera needs to die, I need to take my revenge, and, like, that one moment was enough to, like, you know, she felt like that pain and that's what like brought her down to earth in some way yeah uh and like that's like oh what a brilliant like little move right there you know that uh that they set this thing up and it doesn't pay off the way that you think it will but it pays off in like a way more important way yeah it wasn't a thing that like instantly killed the monster but it was the thing that would like cause her to feel this like pain and like distress when she does get absorbed into the monster which would then like kind of trigger Gamera to uh to have a second wind and like <laughs> fucking impale <laughs> Iris through the stomach and like rip her oh, out of him
2: god that the, the way that 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 is the way they cut out of that like little like kind <laughs> yeah. of like 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 just just it just cut Quash, and it's just like yeah, just, that's, just the most. That's disgusting super good. D- well,
0: like yeah. this very like internal. It is very like Evangelion esque with mm. the like. Oh, we're going into the head of this character, and they're like inner turmoil, and they're realizing like the the facade that they put out in real life is not who they are. Like deep down, yeah. Like they, she is just like a, a scared child, and wants somebody to help her. And then like, Gamora, friend to all children. Is there to help mm-hmm. even if she was like moments ago begging for his death? He unconditionally, again, very catholically, uh, <laughs> reaches in there.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, oh man. So, in the fact that like the the final part of the fight is done where he's like protecting her, and I, there, it's like this close quarters battle, uh, with Iris, and Iris like pins his hand to the wall. Oh and then, God. like, is, is, like, sucking his blood and, like, absorbs his power. and <laughs> nasty. Yeah. And then, like, Gamera, I was like, no, he's not gonna. <laughs> there's no There's, And then he blows his own hand off. Yeah. And then uh, maybe one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life is uh, the final, like, moment of the fight where Iris, like, fires all the balls of plasma at Gamera he deflects it with his stub hand and it like forms back into a fist for a moment which then he uses to deliver the final blow to Iris and I was like man I didn't think they could like top (laughs) the second movie and I don't think necessarily that they did but this is just as cool yeah it's so completely different way
2: it's so cool
1: yeah absolutely
2: uh and yeah, like you know, while this is also have, like while it was being set up, like the fucking the two cultists get like just annihilated. They just both die yeah. like horribly. <laughs> Again,
0: stuff. they're not like, oh, we need to stop th-. like they just like, just- oh, these guys are here. They're assholes, and then they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: I I guess I guess like, I don't know, looking back on it, now that we've talked about it a bit more and so stuff, I guess like it really is just like uh like, like, that, like, I kind of see their, their place in the movie a bit more, where it's just kind uh-huh. of like this burgeoning worldview. Like, it's not just this girl that feels this way. And so, it, like, 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 it doesn't all pin it on this one girl who's harsh and uh, Gamera's yes. vibe. You also got, like, some weirdos, too, that are just like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. the monsters should just take all the humans and just kill them. And Seven, so, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, Gamera, G- Gamra, he's like, uh, I don't know, like they just like immediately turn to like a like a very like nihilistic, very uh, I don't know, just, yeah. just uh, bad way of of kind of looking at things and framing it or whatever. Uh, still a bit cartoonish, but like I mean, yes. why me? Me complaining about cartoonish stuff? It doesn't feel right. So like I, mm. I, I don't want I don't I don't, I don't I don't want to rely on that. But but uh, well, it is
1: a thing though because the this this is the most like you you could call it the most like dark, harshest. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all the gamma movies, but then simultaneously they bring in these very over the top yeah uh, broad characters,
2: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I kind of dig that dichotomy, like like it's totally you know, uh like anything that I kind of call out as almost like a flaw or whatever here is also kind of something I liked about it anyway, so like it's just it's just, oh, all yeah. around good
1: vibes I guess it does yeah, it kind of holds hands, I guess with the edginess Because uh, right. edginess is both cool and silly,
0: yeah, exactly exactly yeah. yeah. I mean, compared to like, I don't know, not to uh, to ruffle any feathers here, but to ruffle some feathers, I'd rather watch this than like the multiverse of madness or whatever the hell. <laughs>
2: right, <You know>? man. <laughs> like, we we're, we're getting dangerously close. I to love it. you, Sam Raimi. <laughs> I love you, but that's yeah, yeah. just it's, yeah. you know. I just like Evil Dead more. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's a fucking. I don't know. This movie, like you know wrapping up or whatever it kind of it kind of does the Pokemon the movie thing you know just like no I I, I I really like that. that I love that too though I was so, gonna yeah. say like
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't even like I think it's like great emotional resonance to mm. like not end the movie as soon as gamer kills the monster because yeah. that's how it happened in the previous two movies right basically like all right and the day is saved yeah credits right uh whereas this this one uh was like he kills the monster and then but the emotional conflict still needs to resolve. So the idea that, like, hearing Gamera roar is what brings her out of, like, yeah. being unconscious uh, is like, okay, she has completed her arc. Right. She has gone from a hater to a true believer <laughs> yet again.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and I know, it's it kind of, you can kind of read it as Gamera completing an arc, too, because that, that, that's a very sorrowful, yes. very, exactly. very, very, like, uh, guilty, you know, like roar or whatever. I think right? they
0: needed to, to uh, uh, the risk of sounding like an insane person. I think they needed each other. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, in that, like, and I think that's the point of the movie is the idea that like Gamera kind of like a cent- like lost his connection in one sense, like yeah. in a literal sense, but it was like it's still there in a spark and like hearing seeing her in misery and like her anguish and like the the anger that she felt Mm. was like what reforged the connection ironically her bond with iris is what caused them to like create a bond with her but one that isn't like necessitated by the magatama but one just by like i don't know there's respect between human and monster yeah uh I think that that's really cool. I think that's a really great way to end this series, especially because it has, like, uh, this trilogy has had kind of an environmentalist bent to it. Yeah. The yeah. idea that, like, it, not necessarily, like, misanthropic, but just the idea that, like, humanity's actions can cause, like, this imbalance in nature and cause, like, these things to come. But, like, there, somebody like Gamera is there to, like, defend those that can't defend themselves you know when things get out of yeah. hand yeah
2: uh but it ain't so, it, I don't know, but, but it ain't ended ended just yet because that's uh, true. Because you get a bunch it's of a little bit more you get a bunch of military running around screaming and stuff and going like hey uh there's like one million <laughs> billion like just just I, all the gals are descending on yeah. japan and stuff and it's you know and and uh uh uh, the Japanese uh, the, 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 the JSDF uh, announces like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking unload everything on them. we're switching from Gamera. We're taking out all those Gauss and everything. Gamera walks out there, one arm just completely missing or whatever he is, he just walks yeah, out there. Hole he's, in his stomach. Yeah, he's like, oh, and he's he's ready to take him on and stuff, and then and then fire, <laughs> and then yeah. and then a new title. You get you get Gamma nineteen ninety nine, absolute uh uh guardian of the universe. Uh, yeah, which kind of kind of reminds me. This is this is literally just because I finished this game like the other day, but uh, kind of reminds me of Vagrant Story. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's sto- it's title is super like broad and weird and they don't really get like the context for like, context for the vagrant part of it until like very late in the game in some dialogue where they start calling the main character the vagrant and everything and then uh the the but then the game ends and it gives you a different title. Before it, the credits roll, uh, the game ends and then it, and then it gives you, I guess, I guess spoilers. But, like, it's the, like, it doesn't make it, like, or it makes sense we really have to read into it to, to, to like, get it to you. So, uh, it ends with a different title. It, it it just shows The Phantom Pain, like, as, like, a ah. different title. And then it hits credits and stuff. And it's like, oh, so this kind of has two titles. It has two names. Uh, kind of like,
0: yeah. It would be like if Xenogears mm. ended, and it was like Final Fantasy VII, the real one.
2: <laughs> we actually so. made this, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Gamera, uh, we fucking finally, we are finally people that have watched the the Hayase Gamera movies. Uh,
0: yes. We've done it. Uh, oh man, what how what do you a, feel? do? You, do you feel
1: that it lived up to the tremendous amount of hype that me and other people gave it over the last couple of years? I, I think I'd so. say it
0: exceeded. Yeah, I'd say it exceeded my expectations just because, like. I can appreciate when a movie is, like, as good as people say, mm-hmm. but, like, I can't ever predict when one will, like, connect with me personally. Yeah. Um. So this one was one that, like, really hit all my buttons because I love kaiju stuff Uh. more so, you know, beyond just being movies about cool special effects and monsters and uh, this, like, earnestness and something that's, like, inherently silly. It's, like, the story of... These big monsters that, like, don't belong in a world and yet are trying to find their place in the world, you know? And the, like, the melancholy that comes from that, like, that's... Those are the kinds of stories from uh, Kaiju stuff that, like, really connect with me. yeah It's why, like, I think... Uh, pacific rim is just okay (laughs) like it's a cool movie but i don't think like as a kaiju movie it works very well because the kaiju are not characters they're just things to be defeated yeah um and like to me you know uh, like as far back as like Ultraman, where you had these heroes fighting giant monsters like the monsters were put in this position of sympathy uh and i feel like that's an important Mm -hmm notion to this yeah like even something like iris isn't like this like holy malicious like i want to destroy the world thing it's just like responding to the anger of this kid that it made a connection with yeah and it's just like trying to fulfill her wish basically uh and like that's like a really interesting antagonist is that, like, oh, it's one of the children of which Gamera is the friend to all of them is trying to kill Gamera. Uh, and, like, but in general, the whole movie, like, the world that it creates, the characters, uh, the monsters, the special effects, and, like, the types of stories it tells are all just everything that I want to see from these types of movies. So I would say... Uh, the, the truly S-class like top shelf stuff. Yeah, here. yeah you know, all, as all good three. as the best, yeah. as good as the best of the Showa Godzilla movies that we've already talked yeah, about.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, th- I think, I think these three, these three movies, like they, they just really complete each other. I like. I can definitely see myself, you know, I'm not like a huge rewatcher and stuff. But I could totally see myself rewatching these like yearly oh, yeah. and stuff. Easy. Just, yeah, just like just pop these in and stuff. Like, I really want the Blu-ray set like really bad now, and mm. at the very least, just to get the Heysay half of it. And yeah, stuff, like, <laughs>
0: you know. very funny. There's something beautiful about those Blu-ray sets, especially yeah. the like Criterion Collection Godzilla one, because yeah. it's like man. Godzilla's Revenge is part of the Criterion Collection now. Oh God,
2: that movie! That movie is so good. I I like. Yeah, uh,
0: it's 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 one that we have a special soft spot for. Yeah.
2: Uh, Somebody asked me, but it's just
0: very funny that that movie, like that, and like Godzilla versus the Sea Monster and stuff, are like part part of the the like up there with like Ingmar Bergman and like all this other stuff. I mean,
1: literally on my actual DVD shelf, it's the Godzilla one. And the Bergman one, because they're of similar yeah. <laughs> size. They're, like, right next to each other on my show.
2: Uh, uh, so- someone recently, like, uh, uh, in a community I'm in, uh, asked for some kaiju film recommendations. I recommended these ones. I recommended, uh, so- like, some of my favorite Showa Godzilla movies. Or some of my favorite Showa Toku movies that we watched and everything throughout for- season one. Yeah. Because uh, like- I was talking about this podcast. Uh, and I threw mm-hmm. in Godzilla's Revenge in there and stuff, and then and then for some reason like like oh no the, like they, they sent me that they were actually downloading that one, uh, and then I and then I went like well hold on like I mean still watch it but also just know that only I think that <laughs> like, like like I'm I'm really <laughs> weird about that movie. It's a lot of people yes. hate hate it, and I. I sort of get it, but I also think being meanies. Uh, but That's true.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of it does come down to what we I think we talked about this with uh like Joey and with mm-hmm. uh Casey, but like the idea that like adults just have a really hard time accepting when the thing that they like is for children. Right. And children appear in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like they're like, Oh man. Yeah. Oh these these kids are getting in the way. Like this is yeah. the audience of the movie. You're the you know, you're a tourist here. Right. You're not the main <laughs> audience.
2: Uh but yeah, with with camera, with these with these camera movies, uh uh on top of what I said earlier about these movies just locking in and just being like three different shades of this type of thing and being like just perfect mm. for each other and everything. Uh I also have to say like this is one of the smartest and most consistent and interesting like updates of like a old IP. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a lot yes. of air quotes here. Just updates of an older IP thing that I've ever seen and stuff like fucking, you know, compare this to like, you know, like the, 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 the new Jurassic world movies and stuff. And it's like, man, fuck that. Shit. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a, but, but like, uh, you know, and, and, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of that stuff going on around here. Uh, like, you know, these days. And, uh, uh, especially out of Hollywood, and uh, you know Japan's dipping into some of it too. But like, uh, I I really have to throw out like biggest biggest props to to this for like it's just smart. It, it, it it's 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 I don't know. It's it's quick on its feet. It, it's able to change from movie to movie and kind of be sort of a different thing. And kind of capture a different uh, part of your heart. Uh, while also, like, mm. being exactly what it is, on, the, you know? Like, like they are also just f- fucking Gamera movies. Gamera fights a thing. Kids are in it. He's protecting the kids. Like, like, like it's it's just all... Like, it still checks all the boxes, but is able to play within that so well mm. and give you so much different stuff across all three of these movies. It's, it's really brilliant stuff. Uh, like, I, I am i'm really enamored with it and just totally head over heels I, I i really love all three of these just so much um and uh i'm glad that our uh that our Dai-A series had an upswing where you know like i don't think i don't yeah, think we were negative true. at first but i think the show was stuff uh the show of gamera movies were 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 kind of rocky uh man, there's ups yeah. and downs, especially with uh with our personal experiences with it and also experience making this show. Uh and then mm. and then Majin, uh was really surprising. Like we were really impressed with those movies and stuff, and then now we've got Hey Say Gamera and we're just like ascending, like there like there's light pouring out of our eyes and mouths. We're like, yeah. <laughs> and stuff, like, like it's just the coolest shit ever and stuff. And then we're gonna end with Gamera the Brave next time and uh that's that's I, I can't wait to watch that one. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a lot more down and, you know, down to basic type stuff or whatever. But, like, I'm yes. totally down for that I have sort of seen thing. it. Right.
0: I have seen... This is one of the few Gamera movies I, I did see before watching this. I loved Gamera the Brave right. when I saw it. But, but, like, I would say that's, like, six or seven years ago at this point. Like, not super long ago, right. but, like, long enough that I want to re-watch it. But I think, like... I think I can safely say I'm in a position now where I probably will love it way more than I did. And I already loved the movie beforehand. Yeah. You know, like, so I'm really excited to see how I feel about this movie because like I, I look at it and I think of things like Daigoro versus Goliath. Yes. And how that was like one of our favorite movies from the first season. Yeah. It's like weird, weird movie uh, that like absolutely nobody would talk about in the, the context of like Toho, kaiju movies and uh the Showa era yeah. and like we watched it and we we loved it and it's like this weird about this weird dumpy like goofy dinosaur thing <laughs> fighting like it <laughs> looks like a hippopotamus <laughs> like oh no yeah fighting this like big badass dragon monster like and it's it's just about like his connection with like all this this group of people and they're like supporting this big monster i don't know yeah uh, that stuff is again that kind of uh that's like the other side of the coin you know right. This one is like, oh, what if Gamera was like an ancient warrior from twenty thousand years ago <laughs> that is here to you know uh, to protect humanity? And that tickles one part of my brain. And then the like this one, when it's like, what if it was about little kids and it was like a you know an allegory for like it was like a coming of age story and Gamora was also there and like the you know, it's like Digimon or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like that stuff also really appeals yeah. to me. So I'm very excited to yeah, and, to get to and, this movie and, it's, and end this season.
2: And it's directed by Ryuta. Uh, sorry. Uh,
0: Ryuta Tasaki. Yeah,
2: Ryuta Tasaki, who uh, who did who does a lot of television tokusatsu, is literally mm. currently directing Don Brothers, the new Super Sentai and stuff like right now and yeah. stuff. So, so like he he is he has been on. He's he's on this stuff for a long time, and this is one of his only like actual like films that I think he did. And so yes. like, he usually does TV stuff. So that's very interesting to me because I'm, uh, like unknowingly or not, I guess like I, I am I am very familiar with his work. I've seen a yeah, lot of I'm,
0: it. Uh, so. I'm looking through his credits, and all of the films he had done. There's only two that are not Common Writer movies. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's Gamer of the Brave in 2006, and then Salvage Mice. Whoa. in uh, 2011 hmm. i don't know what this is at all and there's no description <laughs> of it at all on
2: wikipedia <laughs> yeah it,
0: it, the only the only note that it has is that see also unofficial sentai akiba ranger a tv series also directed by riyo tatsuki featuring a cameo appearance by Miyu usagi who i'm assuming is one of the main characters of the movie yeah uh okay Sure, uh, maybe we'll put that on the docket at some point. So,
2: so, so Toby, before we before we go and do our sign offs and everything, uh, I want to ask you uh, after our conversation today, what, 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 how are you feeling today? Is it is it one or three? Like, which which one's your favorite right now?
1: You know, I'm feeling one today. You're feeling, I'm feeling one, one today. You're watching. Rewatching three you know three is very backloaded mm-hmm. um whereas one is very very like perfectly structured so today i'm feeling one that's all where right, i'm at right. currently although i know i've never seen gamma the brave actually so you know, totally know what will happen there
0: totally check that one out uh but yeah. uh hey you know it was great to have you why don't you tell us hawk your stuff you know, obviously, <laughs> you probably have a bunch of stuff NDA, but you know, tell us what you got currently, like where we can find you, what you're what you're up to, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, you can catch me on social media as Toby Toby Jones, mm-hmm. and uh, if you want to watch stuff that I've worked on, you could watch, you could hop on, I guess Hulu and HBO Max and watch a uh, regular show and OKKO. OK mm-hmm. You can also go on YouTube and watch uh, AJ's Infinite Summer. And uh, will the things I've been working on over the last pandemic ever see the light of day? Who's to say? <laughs> You'll never so. know. Uh, one day, maybe.
0: It's very funny that we did... It was like last year that we did the header episode. It was like March last mm-hmm. year. And like then you're like, well, I'm working on stuff, but I, it still is not... You know, seen the light of day, and like an entire year has passed. <laughs> so, like, that's nope, true. still that's nothing, true. <laughs> still nothing. <laughs> Which is to- like totally fine. Obviously, I have no idea about the inner machinations of what goes on in your job, but it's just a, a very funny, like, how slow the production pipeline can be sometimes.
1: Yes, uh, I wish I. I mean, that's it's the development thing where it's right. like, yes. well, I'm in development, developing. And uh, going through multiple mergers. So, uh, you know, just trying to keep my head up that's above That's true. Yeah, that is sure. true. Uh, my God. You
0: know, uh, yeah. I, I won't. There are some things where I'm like, what happened? What is going on here? Especially like, man, Summer Camp Island was supposed to have ended like two weeks ago. And then they're just like, mm- no, next year is when <laughs> that final yeah. season of that show is supposed to come out. I was like, uh, what is going uh, on behind, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so.
1: It's wild. Yeah, things, things are, I mean, again, my project uh, that I'm working on at Cartoon Network is now is now going through its second merger, uh, and,
0: uh, you know. Dear God, best of luck.
1: Wish me luck with that, and, uh-huh. uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm always a pleasure to be on the show and talk about cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, well, we'll I'll, definitely I'll find another
0: cool see... thing
2: to have you jump on for, for sure. That's
0: a, yeah. Maybe in the, like, if there's any movie in the Heisei Godzilla series that you're, or Millennium, because we'll be doing that as well, mm. mm-hmm. uh, then
1: mm. I'll think about it. I am fond of those movies, so I'll, I'll yeah. see yes. if I want to call dibs on any of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Pro- probably not like. I know you like Biolante, but that's, like, a couple movies from now, so, you know, we ought to give somebody else oh, yeah, yeah. Give, give some spotlight space. at that point. Um,
2: mm. But, yeah. Uh, do you want me to do my, my Patreon thing? My spiel? Or
0: you no? know what? I think I do. It, okay, okay. I think cool, I do want yeah. you to. Just-
2: so, so so if you guys <laughs> want to give us money and, and uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, uh, help support the show, and make it as mm. big and as beautiful as it possibly can be you can head over to our patreon patreon.com slash explode when defeated at our one dollar tier you can get episodes of this very show one day early without any of the ads that uh honestly mm. why is getting very scary at about how good he is at like making those yeah. ads very funny yep. uh they, they are extremely entertaining and and stupid uh, and i'm yeah a little bit because okay <laughs> i'm a little bit surprised oh, hyper to... X hasn't gotten mad at us or anything. That's but, true. <laughs> Uh
0: what I do is they give me the like guy they give me like this the general outline mm-hmm. of what it should be you know and all the lines and I'm like I'm not going to just record this stock cuz that's super boring so then I just like put it into Google Docs and then I just like spend like whatever comes to my brain within 5 minutes I write down <laughs> so like I put put no like more effort than that into what I'm writing and usually it, it's something insanely stupid Yeah, and I'm like wow I'm weirdly good at this at this the, the, point uh, doing this for like six months yeah, now yeah
2: yeah you're really having your whole <laughs> mad men arc right now and stuff you're getting really into that's ad, true copy yeah and stuff uh uh you're 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 I still I still like I wake up at night thinking about the fucking the 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 Moomoo Moo Ranch one the, uh, the, yes. the, the, yep. <laughs> the the the, uh-huh. the cowboy one so really <laughs> that one really got me um but uh, um, uh, yeah so so 1 you can get uh, shows of, you can get episodes of this show one day early without any ads uh, and then uh, you can also get our off topic show called shit shooters where we just kind of talk about Whatever. Uh, we talked a whole lot about like Final Fantasy sixteen and how excited we are for it oh, in yeah. the last episode that we recorded up to this point, um, as of recording right now. Uh, and then for the five dollar tier, uh, you can get our uh, mini series that we work really hard on and have a whole lot of fun with. Right now, we're finishing up. Uh, we're, at the time of recording, we are finishing up a series on uh, the Muppets movies, uh, at least one phase of it, and then uh, uh, yes. we'll be getting into.
0: Like yeah, as yeah. as this is being released, we'll be doing the rebuild. Yeah, rebuild of Evangelion Ava movies. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: so. and uh, we just did, you know, we also have an Evangelion TV show and End of Evangelion series uh and we did End of Evangelion that episode with Toby. So if you want to hear more of Toby, you can yeah. you can listen to that $5 that episode.
0: <laughs> it's <like laughs> a 3-hour long episode. Oh, it was
2: great. We all got we all got like really in there and stuff with our readings. It was of. very
0: funny that we released that episode and then like the next week you did a pod spirits episode that was like four hours <laughs> long or something yeah. like hey. re- or semi-recently like you recorded yes. an episode that was like oh uh, yeah it's like four hours long
2: yeah uh <laughs> like, yeah yeah it's, it's, that that episode still isn't out yet at the time of recording this it's probably out by now and stuff uh but like uh me and hazel were recording it and we were we were going very long and then and then at some point we were like well how long will it take for us to beat our previous longest episode which would be our weezer episode which we've been ashamed oh, of ever dear se- God. which 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 we've been ashamed of ever since we did it because people kept sending us weezer questions it was like this huh. it was this pandora's <laughs> box it's like we should have never talked about the weezer discography this like ever and so uh-huh. so so we we did top it and uh, uh it took us now nope. about four yeah. hours <laughs> to, to do it
0: it's become like a running gag on the show like yeah. You, you talk every time they release a new ep you'd like take time out to talk about well, yeah
2: because we talked about like 20 albums on that one episode So like we might as well yeah. keep up but like <laughs> uh, uh gotta
0: be completionist i actually
2: have a new ep coming out on tuesday uh right now oh, so, dear. so yeah oh, yeah. oh boy Th- so there's no way I- it can be good but um but uh uh yeah, for the five dollars tier, you can get you can get our mini series, Evangelion, Combinator, all that stuff. Planet of the Apes, love that series. That was such a good time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for a thousand dollars, I'll call you Boss Hog at the end of every episode. I don't know, like yeah. no one's done it yet, but you can be the first if you have a thousand bucks to spare and you just want to throw it at me and make make my life way easier <laughs> You can totally just do that. Uh, Daddy needs a new MacBook, I'm telling you. Uh, and uh, uh, you can mm-hmm. find me on Twitter uh, at anti laser. Uh, I'm, you know, just posting, doing stuff, retweeting art of some kind, you know, <laughs> the works. Uh, and then. Uh,
0: the, use. the use The
2: use And then uh, 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 twitch.tv slash anti laser009. Uh, I do. Uh, streams, uh, of the, of the talk show variety sort of, uh, on, uh, every Sunday whenever new Shonen Jump chapters drop. And I just feel like talking mm-hmm. about comics with people and stuff. Uh, yeah. and, uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Like I only do it, it's only like an hour long or so, so I don't like spend all day doing it or whatever. So I'm, it's just a little fun little thing to talk about, to talk about some comic books and, uh, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and, uh, Wyatt, what, what,
0: tell us what you're doing what, what are you doing oh you can find me at twitter.com slash wasbrainger w-a-z-p ranger uh so mostly i just post random stream of conscious stuff you're not going to get that much like exciting nuanced information from me but if you want to see me talk about ps2 games that's a place to go baby <laughs>
2: uh, oh yeah shadow hearts ha-
0: let's go how- yes shadow yeah <laughs> shadow hearts has been consuming my life as of recording this probably done with the second game by the time this comes out it should be in like August. Uh, so yeah, but thumbs up to that. Love those games. The Roger man, Roger Bacon. He's my, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, so can't wait to see more of him, but either way, uh, you can find me on YouTube at it's only magic. Uh, I do kind of cartoon retrospectives and personal retrospectives on my opinions on cartoons had done uh, like a year ago. I did a really good one on Camp Lazlo and my gym partners and monkey. Uh, these kind of like two Titans of like, everybody would always say, Oh, that was like when Cartoon Network sucked. And uh, I agreed with it because I was, you know, when you're a kid and you're on the internet, mm. you know, and you're like 12 and all of the people making content are like 25. And they're talking about how, Animaniacs is the greatest show ever made, and Batman the Animated Series is the greatest show ever made, and all this stuff. uh, You just agree with it. You know, you're like, okay, yes, this is what this is correct. This is the correct opinion. And then when they say, like, I don't like any of that new stuff, you're like, yeah, me neither. Uh, But I wanted to challenge that and say, like, whoa, what if these shows did have something of value? Camp Laszlo, very funny show. uh, And, like, if you're a fan of regular show, then. J.G. Quintel got his start there, Uh, and then My Japan is a Monkey, not quite as good, (laughs) but an interesting show, nonetheless, and one that I was very entertained throughout. Uh, I recently did a video on Adventure Time, and I'm going to be doing a lot more videos (laughs) on Adventure Time uh, as the year goes on. Uh, But hopefully at the time of this episode coming out, I have my longest video out, which is a full personal retrospective, a true, like, deep look at the show OKKO, OK Uh, which I've wanted to give it a second shot because I never, like, when I made the first video, the show got canceled while I was editing it, basically, uh, and the third season, like, hadn't finished airing. It was, like, right before the Sonic episode had aired. Uh, so, I wanted to, like, because the third season ends in such a way that I'm, like, I need to talk about this at some point in my life. Right? I need to record myself talking about this.
2: Yeah!
0: Uh, so I wrote I wrote a, like, 80 minute long video (laughs) that's talking about OKKO. And, uh, hopefully I'm trying to get it up before the fifth anniversary of the show, which was in August. Right. Uh, so, hopefully it'll be up by now. Uh, but... I have it, like, I'm, like, in the middle of making it. Like, I've recorded, I've written, recorded, got all the episodes by completely illegally. Sorry, Toby. Uh, And, you know, just started editing. But, like, it's going to hopefully be up by the time that you listen to this. Uh, So check that one out. It's a long one. I know people like those long videos. I don't want to make long videos because I hate video editing. Uh, But... Either way, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Demolition Die. Again, thank you so much for being here, Toby. And uh, Always a pleasure,
1: and uh, upon hearing about the KO video, I can only embody my favorite character, Johnny Bravo, and say, whoa, mama. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
0: And uh, next, join us as we finish off this season of the podcast. Demolition Die, a, season two Explode When Defeated presents, and we're gonna tackle the final Gamera movie ever made Gamera the Brave. See you there.
2: Watch them announce a Gamera movie like right after we fucking made that.
0: Shin Shin Gamera? No, that would be too obvious. Shin Gamera, yeah. Iris
2: Please stay away from Replophos let's live together in a world where only Reploids exist
0: Iris there's no world just for Reploid it's only a fantasy.
2: Yes I know but I wanted to believe it. I wanted
1: to live in a world where only Reploids exist with you Iris? Iris, 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 Iris.